0: Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick,
1: washing your hands frequently.
2: Did you wash your hands?
1: Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts Alvin and Edmund will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin
3: and Edmund. Edmund is not with us today uh, due to a whole lot of miscommunication with the scheduling, y'all. I really thought we was out today. This is Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to all of our Current and, and our current veterans that are in the military, active duty right now, and those that have retired. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for all that you do, all that you have done. And I would just like to go on the record to say veterans and school teachers are not paid enough. They are not paid enough. It makes no sense for the people that protect our, that protect us over here. Come back and don't even have a job. You know, is crazy? Don't let it hurt me worse, Jerry, than to see a homeless vet. I do not understand that.
0: Man, I never understood that. I don't man.
3: understand that. You, you you, went over and you fought for our country. All the politicians that are there living a great life and you come home and you don't have a job. Something's not right with that picture. Or you don't even have a, a wage, uh, a regular wage living, you know, a, a comfortable living wage. That that don't make no sense. If nothing else gives people enough money to have a comfortable living wage, uh, retirement, salary, job, or whatever you call it. Because... Without them protecting us, we couldn't live the life that we live living over here. I couldn't be on the radio. I couldn't have my own business. I couldn't do anything I'm doing without being educated by a teacher and being protected by a military.
0: Which is truly sad when it's you really truly think sad. about it. You know, you, you need protection regardless anyway in this crazy world. But I feel like, you know, just like dead presidents. You know, dead presidents. You ever seen that movie, yep. of LeBron State? That's yep. a yep. prime yep. example yep. of what... Veterans go through that on a daily day basis of yep. just coming back home and not having nothing to show for it.
3: Nothing to show for and it. And it is absolutely, it, it, that's it's sad. It, it is sad. I do not understand that at all. But today, this show is dedicated to um, the veterans uh, out there. So all of you all out there, please, I want to please and thank you for all that you do. Uh, if you want to call in and tell us something about uh, uh, what you do currently now or what your position was in the military or what branch of the service you you, you serve, we'd be happy to hear it, happy that their are open to you. The number is 404-603-8770 is the number to call. 404-603-8770 is the number to call. Now, so we have a wide variety of information that I'm going to share with you all today. Uh, On the medical aspect, Dr. Hines, I think will be calling in and I'm I'm, I'm thinking Dr. Sewell, uh, but we're going to have some medical information that we're going to share with you all. Um, Yeah, so we're going to have a really, really good show today. My co-host is out and about, so he'll probably be calling in at some point today Uh, to send a shout out to his father was in the military as well. So a shout out to Mr. Newton. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to have some uh, we're going to have a a great, great show today. So, Jerry, how was your uh, how was your week?
0: Hey man it was good it's a blessing to be here and um you know just keep on going man.
3: glad Do to be straight glad to be in the number yes yes man it is so much going on I, I have uh <clears throat> I want to just send my condolences I've lost a couple of friends actually recently Sorry again it. man it's like why one of them um it's just most recently so I just want to send my condolences out uh to Sean's family uh and to a buddy of mine uh that lost his cousin which was a friend of mine as well uh, due to COVID and that situation. Uh, Yeah, so, y'all, it's it's a lot going on. There's a lot of, of, you know, uh, losses going on in in the world today with uh, deaths and stuff. But, you know, death is something that there's nothing we can do to get around it. I mean, nothing we can do to get around it. We all have to go at some point. Uh, and it doesn't discriminate as to who's going to go or and when you're going to go or how you're going to go. But we are uh, definitely going to have to. That's something we're going to have to eventually do. So I encourage you uh, to, to live your best life now because tomorrow is not promised. All right. All right. So we're going to kick this show off. We always kick the show off with the Black National Anthem. Come back. We're going to uh, have some more conversation with you all. we are gonna bounce around with a lot of good music. I'm um, already set, locked and loaded. So this is Alvin here on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Bye.
4: I decided I didn't want to sing it by myself anymore. So I invited some of my dear friends to help me sing about freedom and cause it to ring.
2: Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions and let's talk about your health.
1: This medical moment is brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. Should I get the COVID-19 vaccine? The answer is simple, yes, you should. Over 600,000 people in the United States have died of COVID-19 infection since it started in 2020. This is not a myth. This number is for real. If you are an African-American with diabetes, heart disease, obese, you are a greater risk of suffering from the bad effects of COVID-19. The Delta variant is here in the U.S. and is more contagious. People in the hospital and ICU are now unvaccinated. You are in control of your destiny. Protect your family and friends by getting the vaccine. This medical moment has been brought to you by Total Lifestyle Change. For more information about COVID-19 and other chronic conditions, call 1-800-788-0941. Remember, knowledge is power all
3: right y'all we're back this is alvin here on the old-fashioned health show my co-host edmund is out today uh we got a great show we want to say happy veteran day veterans veterans day to all of the vets that are out there thank you for all that you do every day currently now and all the things we have done for those that are no longer active duty thank you for what you have done all your years of service my brother was in the military you know i don't know what happened that uh so I had this myth about going joining the military. I just had this thing about thinking that people gonna be trying to tell me what to do, yelling at me. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. That was my whole thing was like, and then I started watching too many movies where they crawling around on the mud and the coal and stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna be able to do that either. Waking me up, it looked too much like a jail. Like you got to get up at five o'clock, and I just had a whole conception of it that just probably wasn't right, but. I didn't see no fun at all. I, I I didn't see no fun at all whatsoever. So I just couldn't and some of them guys that was like they all in your face, spitting in your face, yeah, was like, uh I'm no nah, we we yeah, I don't think I would I don't know
0: man. I mean to each his own. I mean, I feel like me personally, like just knowing history and just the way things are today. Especially today. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's kinda hard to defend something that
3: don't uh, defend you. Mm. Or we'll mm. support you.
0: And I don't, I'm not knocking. Again, I'm not knocking. Please don't come to the radio station trying to set off a mob or something. Right, but right.
3: We're uh, we really looking out for you saying that you don't you don't get what you deserve as a people. You've been over there serving the country, and then they come back and don't even treat you right. You Man, know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. And it just, it's kind of hard to—I <clears throat> don't know how what state of mind I would be in uh, to have gone over— and supported my country for so long, and then my country then turns around and don't support me. I don't know how I would have felt about
0: that. Remember that story of that veteran who got pulled over? Mm-hmm. Mm, prime example.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, and he was like, they knew he was in the military.
0: Yep. Pepper sprayed him and everything. Yeah, yep. and
3: then I think about the other guy that uh, here in Georgia a couple of years ago that was suffering from PTSD, had a problem, and they shot him. He had taken all his clothes off and was out there with no clothes on, but he was having a mental breakdown. Mm. police killed him now the man ain't got no weapons Mm. no weapons and he shot him because he i don't know what he saw to make him think he needed to shoot him (laughs) but he but You know it's crazy. I
0: was I was gonna say, you know, so crazy, but yeah, you, know, you, be...
3: you sometimes you know how we communicate? Yeah that's, that, that's the art, that's the that's a second language for black people. We know how to talk to each other <laughs> without saying anything. And all of y'all with your minds, you little mind you're hearing, I we ain't say a word. We just we just was stating what was happening, you know what I'm saying? Right, you know? word. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we you know Dr. Hines is supposed to be calling. What we're gonna do is uh Go ahead and play us a quick song right quick, and then when we come back, uh, we have Dr. to talk to you. See you in a minute. Bye. <laughs>
5: Move me this way Don't you ever leave me, baby Promise you'll stay
6: I'm so glad I got you, girl Turn my world all around We won't let nobody
3: Right, you all right, y'all, we're back. Dr. Hines, we got Dr. Hines on the line. How you doing, Doc? Good afternoon. How are you all doing? Doing good. I know you went over there jamming off Stephanie Mills, was you? And Teddy P, why not? I know, right? Ain't that, wasn't that the song back <laughs> in the day?
2: Oh, you know, it's hard to find a, a, a bad song from back in the
3: day. It really, it really especially is hard. R,
2: Especially in R&B, it's really hard to do that.
3: It's hard. And I'm talking about real, true R&B. You know the thing about R&B back in the day? You might have some one-hit wonders, but you didn't have no bad music. This is true. Now, nowadays, we might have like that song is trash. We didn't have trash songs in R&B. We may have had one hit from them, but they were never. I don't know any songs that were R&B that was trash. Back in I the day, I can't
2: call any. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yep. Now we had songs to be like, "Ooh, love Millie Jackson." No, she got a nasty mouth. Rick James. What did he just say? We had a little bit of that, but we didn't have no bad music. No, none at all. Yep so uh how you doing today your show today what was your show about
2: so um we did a the second part of a two-part series on headache Mm. uh, today okay Mm -hmm. so i was inspired by that by you know the recent loss that we had for miss jovita moore yes um who who died of of brain cancer and um and so you know i thought about you know how those things usually present, maybe with headache or visual disturbance, and said, you know, let me just go ahead and talk about that. So mm-hmm. so we did the the first part last week and then, you know, finished it up. So last week was kind of the introduction to headache, you know, the different types of headache and how they present. And this week we talked about how those things are treated because, of course, since not every headache is the same, um, you know, there are some variations in
3: treatment, depending upon the
5: type of headache that you have.
3: Right. So yeah. You, you know, uh, Jorita, uh, Jorita Moore. I, I, I really, really miss seeing her on on uh, on the news every day. It, yes. it was. It was. So when when Amanda Day was died, that was already hard for me because I hated to see Amanda. Mm-hmm. And then Jorita was like, okay, y'all, this is, you know, things that used to be a fixture. Uh, think the the landscape of life. You know, it's, it changes every day. You know,
2: you, you well, it does. And, and you know, and especially with our our local, I'll say local celebrity, I guess I, I'll say that because, you know, especially our newscasters, because we they are a part of our homes and a part of our routine when we watch them on the news. And you kind of get a feeling that, you know, them, whether you even if you don't. Mm -hmm. personally you know i did not know Ms. Moore personally Mm -hmm. um but you know when watching her on the news you kind of get a glimpse of personality Mm -hmm. and you know very she was a very comforting presence right um in delivering the news right and and so you know so i think that that is a part of why she was and is and will be so beloved here in atlanta um and so you know so I'm, i'm I'm looking forward to to uh, hearing about the ways that we will honor her as a city, right.
5: um,
2: and and in those initiatives, um, because they are most certainly well
3: deserved. Mm. Doc, let me ask you this: I, I don't know if you heard about this, and I'm not exactly sure what kind of recommendation you can give for this. I did hear a doctor uh, attempt to give some recommendations on what you could do in a situation. Um, I don't know if you saw in the news the Travis Scott uh, um, situation mm-hmm. concert. <laughs> As a a medical professional, what can you think about off uh, what comes to mind right away when you are thinking about a person that's trapped in a crowd? uh, What kind of medical uh, uh, what 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 could you tell us to do best that you could tell us that we should try to protect on our body? Should we try to take our time with breathing because we stuck we trapped right there? Should we? put our hands over our eyes to keep from being, what what could you think about this, the best way to try to survive in a crowd like that and you, you on the ground?
2: So, you know, it, it's funny that you asked that because someone actually, I just had this conversation uh, just yesterday or maybe the day before mm. about that. And, you know, and it becomes difficult to imagine um, being in such a situation
5: mm-hmm.
2: like that, um, particularly if you are in the sea of people. You know, if you are at the perimeter, um, you know, where the barricades may be, that may be a different situation, although that can be dangerous, too, if you get pushed and crushed up against um, barricades. Um, in terms of, of positioning yourself, um, you know, I would say if you are out with a group, have a designated person,
5: Mm -hmm.
2: right? Um, So, you know, everybody can't be intoxicated or or high or whatever. Mm -hmm. Somebody has got to be within their their right mind Mm -hmm. um, in that situation. In case of an emergency, if you get separated, you should definitely have a a place where you're going to meet.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: And if everybody isn't at that place, then we know to come look for you or... Call for help, or you know, so you know, so on and so forth. Um, in terms of if you are positionally in a situation like that, it really becomes difficult um, because if you are low to the ground, people can't see you.
5: That's right.
2: And so you know, so you can get hurt that way. Um, but. If are lower to the ground, it may be a little bit easier to breathe, perhaps,
5: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, because that's what we do in case of fire. Um, right. You know, we tell you, stop, drop, and roll. We right. remember that, right? Mm-hmm, and right. the reason that we tell you to, to drop is because it is cooler on the floor. Um, and, of course, if there is heat or smoke, smoke rises, and so it is a little bit easier um, to breathe there.
5: Um.
2: Outside of, of that, you know, of course, you can put the the alerts on your phone,
5: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, the, the find my phone type thing. So if you have your phone with you and you become separated from your group, you can be located that way. Right. Um, and then, of course, there is, a, uh, if you have an iPhone, I, I don't know about Android, but I imagine it's uh, similar. Um, there is a... Emergency button that you can press, so you don't even really have to press nine one one. There's a button that you can press that will alert the authorities that you are in distress, and also a designated person that you are in distress. Mm. So, you know, with these situations, it's hard to it's hard to um, to have a a predictive plan because you just never know, um, you know, what kinds of things will happen. And I'm sure no one going to the concert, and and none of the concert planners, um, you know, anticipated that something this devastating would happen, um, but it's always best, everywhere you go, it's always best just to have a safety plan, um, you know, where you're going to meet, that you're not going to be so out of your mind that you are not aware of your of mm-hmm. your surroundings, mm-hmm. um, you know, going in pairs, you know, because there's, there definitely is safety in numbers. Right. Right. Um, um, you know, when you're when you're with a group, um, you know, because I have I have a, a teenager now. And, and that's one of the things that I share with her, um, you know, now that she's hanging out with her friends and wants to go to the mall and, you know, football games and all of this stuff. Um, you know, I know they are tired of hearing it from me because they hear it every single time that I tell them if one goes, all go.
3: Right. Go together.
2: And so I don't care where you're going. If you're going to the bathroom, all of y'all are going to the bathroom. If you're going to the concession stand, all of y'all are going to the concession stand. Um, You know, and I have told all of it because if I see any one of you separated from the group, all of you will come and sit with me.
3: Oh, yes. Mm.
2: There will be no more wandering because I will go with you. (laughs) So, and, and, you know, and it's all because you just never know. You know, we live in a unpredictable and increasingly dangerous world.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, children, adults, people come up missing. Um, you know, people get hurt. Yeah. You know, you just don't, you can't afford to make those kinds of assumptions that you are safe in places because you aren't necessarily so. Right. And, yeah, that that is just uh, because, you know, I don't know if you've seen the most recent news, but the college student that was hospitalized, has unfortunately passed away, so that's adding to the death toll uh, from that mm. from that event. And it's just, you know, as a parent, it is just unimaginable.
3: Yeah.
5: To me,
2: you know, that you send your child out to have a good time and have a have an evening with friends and and fun and do the things that young people do, and then they not come back home to
3: you. Do you find that it seems like people are more relaxed now? Uh, instead of paying attention to their surroundings, they just like, oh, we out having a good time. You know, we was taught to look for the exit. <laughs> when you first go somewhere, look for the exit and kind right. of see where, you, right. you know, what's going on, kind of canvas the area. But it seemed like now people are now just like either they've been in the house so long till they just and like. And that's I'm what just, I was
2: going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, there there's a couple things to that, that, you know, I think a lot of, of people now, particularly young people, we protect them so much that when they they go out, they kind of assume that they're still operating within those protections. Right. 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 Um, you know, so, you know, going back to my daughter, you know, I tell her when we go out in public, um, like to football games and that kind of thing, I tell her, you know, everybody that is in this environment is not necessarily safe.
3: That's true. That's that's true. So,
2: you know, <clears throat> so so just to kind of give her, you know, give her that awareness. hmm um, you know, to give her that awareness. But then also, too, with COVID, you know, we have all been, um, you know, cooped up and not able to get out and do concerts and, you know, do all of the things that I think that we have been so eager for those opportunities that we do kind of, you know, get, get relax off. ourselves a little bit more right. than perhaps we should. And, you know, and I think that it, eventually the pendulum will swing back to, back to some, you know, some moderate, um, some moderate experience right. um, there, yeah. So, so also, today is Veterans Day, so, you yes. know, I don't know if you are a veteran or not, but if you are, I want to wish you a happy Veterans Day, and all of the veterans that are listening, happy Veterans Day to you all, and, and to thank you all so much for your service. I wanted to make sure that I said that before before I
3: get off. Yeah, you know, that was one of the things we definitely said. Uh, uh, that was the first thing I came on saying also is saying happy uh, vet, Veterans Day as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I also said I think veterans are, n- veterans and school teachers are not paid properly. Uh almost oh, certainly. They, they, they do the upfront work to teach and educate us and then they do the other hard job of protecting us and they're paid the least. And then you all, on the other hand, as doctors, you may make a nice salary, but by the time you get through paying for your license and your insurance and practice malpractice law, it's like y'all don't understand. It's a lot to keep up with that those requirements to stay. in Almost oh, certainly, so I don't think most you, certainly, all and, not and you know, and
2: I now. actually mentioned that today on my show during my vitamin C about lip service. You know, because we all say, you know, thank you for your service, right? Yes. Um, whenever we come into whenever we come into contact with with a veteran, but I think that we collectively and perhaps individually need to do more than just say the words, um, right. because it's my it's my personal belief that anyone that serves this country in any of the armed services should not be homeless,
5: mm-hmm.
2: should not you know should not be um, without medical care. Mm-hmm. You know, adequate medical care and access to that care.
5: That's right.
2: Um, you know, they they shouldn't be hungry. But these things should not happen. Right. Um, I think that that we owe our servicemen and women an incredible debt of gratitude, and right. it has to be tangible. Right. Um, you know, and so you know, I encourage people to you know their their organizations out that support vets. Um, you know, to support those organizations and also to get in touch with our elected officials and let them know that, you know, you need to back our vets,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know, with you know, you need to put your money where your mouth is. That's right.
3: That's right. I mean, you know,
2: plain and simple.
3: I mean, we seem to be passing laws and legislation, legislations to give uh, making the rich richer. But I would say the ones that are rich. Don't you want somebody to protect your your investments, your assets? Your assets? You all to make sure that they at least, at a minimum, get a, a fair living wage and a, with school teacher. I mean, if, I, I, if I'm a billionaire, I need to make sure that I'm protected so I can continue to make my billions. I need to make sure that people are educated on how to spend the money that, that you're making. So they look backwards, man. I, I mean, Doc, I don't understand. I want to ask you about the uh, booster shot. Yes. So I had a young lady I was speaking with today about the booster shot, and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and she's probably listening. And we had this discussion about it. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to take the booster. Now, nah, she's taking both shots already, right? I said, no, nah, okay. so, so that's, good. that's good. It's like, so why you don't want, well, I've been, you know, I've, she's, she started quoting some stuff she had started seeing on the radio, listening on the television and radio. I was like, now, nah, let me make sure I got mm-hmm. this right. You've already taken both shots. Now you want to mm-hmm. backpedal and say, "Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna take this booster." So you don't think if there was something they've created, if they was gonna get you, they got you with the first two shots, and you think now that now they, that last shot is the one that's gonna take me, that's gonna turn the clock on. That don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Is you already took the first two, right? And you didn't protect yourself right. this far, and you are gonna say, "Well, I would lock, I ain't gonna lock the door. The knives gonna leave it open because I feel like the burglars ain't coming today." Like, what? Really? You really just think they still sure. out there? You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, but, yeah, and you know, and and. Again, you know, we do have to I, – I don't understand that logic um, because you've already taken the two, so it, whatever, you know, it's already in your system right. um, there. And so, you know, I, I definitely encourage, you know, if you have taken the two, to go ahead and take your booster shot um, because the studies are showing that you have even more protection with the, the booster. mm mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, get your children vaccinated. So as of now, I think it's been a week since we rolled out the vaccine to the 5 to 11-year-old group. And thankfully, um, a million children so far have been vaccinated, um, have had their you know their first shot. And I think that that's great. And I hope that those initiatives um, will continue um, because we have to protect ourselves. We have to protect each other. Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, hedge your bets.
3: Yeah. Well, and you know, if if yeah. you've already if you've already taken the first two shots, I'm I'd rather you at least have taken something than to take nothing. Now, I do have one concern. Y'all, so yes. don't don't pay me no attention when I say this cuz this is just me personally. Uh so I had my physical the other day, right? My doctor gave me a great bill of health and everything. And and just so in Good case for my doctor, in case my doctor is listening, every time I go to the doctor, he wants me to give him workout tips and everything, and ask me how I'm doing. So it's like, don't I pay you to come to this? I'm, I'm just a little confused about you asking me about workout tips and what am I eating and, and how about this juice you drink all the time? You know, he always he, he likes to ask that question. However, he mm-hmm. asked me, he says so. Uh, I said i have taken the Pfizer and everything. I said so. What about taking the uh, booster shot? He's like, well, you're doing great, yes, but I would encourage you to take the booster shot. He said, oh, by the way, just take, you can, you, you can mix them. Take the Moderna. I was like, um, Doc, I got a problem with taking, uh, mixing the shot, instructed by some people that don't even like to the seasonate chicken. And so, <laughs> oh, ooh, if you can't <laughs> season your food, I don't know how you go tell me that this this <laughs> mixing these two well, gonna work.
2: you know,
3: I'm just in, a little concerned, Doctor. I, I
2: am not one of these people, but some people like unseasoned chicken. I don't well, get it, I, but see, and I'm what, not judging it. Like, right, right, mm, okay.
3: If you can't season you do you. food, how you go tell me to mix this? You don't, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to take a hard so pass. So I will
2: one. give you, I will give you the you I will give you the official. So the FDA says that it is okay to mix. Your
3: booster shot. I, I heard him say that.
2: That's what they say. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, for me, you know, I I did mm-hmm. Pfizer, and all three of mine have been Pfizer.
3: Doc, they don't season um, their food. I can't do that. You. I'm gonna have to take the same one I've been. Yeah, I tell you what, okay.
2: get get the get get your booster, no matter which one is available for you. Okay. <laughs> there, there we go. I think
3: we can agree to say that. i to take. Awesome. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the booster, but I'm gonna need it from the same. Seasoning, I I can't mix my seasoning. And
2: and you have the right, and you have the right to request that. Actually, you know, if you feel more comfortable <laughs> with with having whatever you started with, you continuing with that series, there's nothing wrong with that.
3: Right, Doctor, you as mm-mm.
2: as a patient, you are well within your right to say, no, I don't want this product. I want that. And if it's not available at your doctor's office, it's available somewhere.
3: Yeah, thought they put raisins so in potatoes. You can salad. do that. I can't do it. I, I mm-mm, can't do mm-mm, it. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, Mm-mm. You're not, you are not <laughs> going to drag me. I'm going to take, the, where, where gonna take both. Where is today? Where He's is Edmund? I'm, I'm see, wide open today. He's here. You are, you he are, he he are he causing he trouble he by yourself. He here. He, I'm wide open today. I'm just saying, I'm, I, I encourage you to take the booster, but you just can't direct me to mix my stuff and you put you put razors in your potato salad you don't see I, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> now, on, on him
2: asking you about, you know, what you're doing, so a lot of the times... <laughs> We use our patients, of course, not with, without sharing anything that is truly confidential. Right. But we, we will say, you know, hey, another patient that comes to me is doing great with their high blood pressure. And, you know, in addition to taking the medication and coming for their routine visits, they decided to be vegan.
5: Mm. And, this
2: is, and this is what they eat. Or they're, they're trying this juice. Right, You know, whatever the case may be, you know, we, because people believe what other people have done. So, right. you know, I can tell you what's all in the textbooks and such things, but it adds a little bit of, of credibility, I guess you would say, to it if we say, you know, hey, you know, I have a patient that comes here. You, you might have met them today. And then they're, oh, well, somebody that comes here is doing X, Y, Z. Okay, well, you know, I, maybe I'll try that, too.
3: Well, since, since you told me, and I know you cook really well. I will go ahead and on and mix my seasoning.
2: Let <laughs> let me yeah, um uh, now I, I can cook something. I, I am not also, a, oh, yeah, a, see a that? culinary see genius. That mm-mm. is not my ministry. See what I'm talking about? I mm-mm. bake I bake very well. <laughs> um I can cook a few things, but I'm not gonna sit here and, and brag that, that I can that I can burn it down because no, that, that is that is not my that's not my lane. <laughs> okay.
3: Doc, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate you. Oh,
2: my goodness.
3: You're trying to get me into so much trouble today, Mr. Alvin. Look, everybody right. every uh, here, yes. I'm wide open today. Huh? I got to, I I to play it all to myself. I see. So <laughs> we're
2: going to have to work on that. So you see that you cannot be left unsupervised mm-mm, mm-mm. you are doing a lot today. Yeah, so. yeah,
3: yeah. You, continue to listen mm-hmm. to the rest of the show. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Doc, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling You're in. You're much welcome. It's always a pleasure. We'll talk next week. All right, we'll go
2: with... Take care. All right, by me, now.
3: Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines calling in today. Really enjoyed her advice, as always. Um, so we're going to take a break, listen to a little music, a couple of songs, and then we'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edwin on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. alright 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 I'm back y'all I heard that uh, the principal is on the line trying to get me in, get me straight hey uh, what,
1: what is that
3: I don't know who that is unless he's playing <laughs> piano okay so you know let's bring, bring Dr. Sewell in and, and uh, when Edmund get to playing piano he'll come back doc yeah i guess edmund was playing some beethoven <laughs> <laughs> how you doing <laughs> i'm
7: i'm doing i'm doing well i was enjoying it i wasn't in the mood for it you know i listened to classical and opera but i went but you know yeah. I, I was going with the flow <laughs> yeah i was going go with uh, the you flow know?
3: too i was like okay yeah my, my co-host is not here today so Dr. Sewell called. In, Dr. Hines called in. Of course, uh, she said, "You just showing up. Edmund ain't here." I said, "Yep, he ain't here, so I'm just wide open today." So, ah,
7: uh, you don't have you don't have that balance.
3: <laughs> yep, nope, not at all. So I'm wild on what you got, because I'm telling you, what, what, what we got today. We just got to talking about the booster shot. You probably weren't in on that part.
7: No, I I uh, I wasn't. It sounds like you're in love, though. I turned on it. I told you, you always went out. You're always with, with the with the love songs unless uh, they were playing something differently to the listening audience. Yeah, I was, <laughs> feeling, I
3: was, I was feeling Teddy and Stephanie Mills a day. The yeah,
7: yeah. Yeah. And it was somebody else I heard though, outside of uh, outside of Teddy, but that's, it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to talk about briefly was this, and this is kind of a, a continuum of, of last week, you know, um, you know, we talked about how people make new year's resolutions and, and, um, you know, a lot of times when you when you make a change it has to be intentional and purposeful. It's just mm-hmm. not going to jump up and it's just not going to jump on you and say, okay, you're changed. That's not going to happen. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is to kind of and it's kind of on the periphery of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked about this before, but but in a different in a different capacity is to, I, I want to talk about the beauty and the power of mistakes. And the reason that I wanted to talk about that is because people are always saying, I want to change, or I don't know what's wrong, or I don't know. And, and they do a lot of overthinking, particularly this this younger generation. And I think that's for various reasons. And, and to be fair to them, even they recognize that they overthink mm-hmm. um, a lot of things. And when I say overthink, meaning... They, it's always well what about this? What if this happens? What about this? What about that? What about this? And if they make an error, it's like I'm a failure. And it can be something very minor. And they're just like, I'm okay, I failed. Here's here here's the deal. You all of us are perfectly imperfect. That that's the first thing. Perfectly imperfect. That that's just how it is. The second thing is this. If you put so much pressure on yourself, even for basic things, basic, like I forgot to, not I forgot to, but I didn't get around to doing everything on my task list today, so now I feel like a failure that those things are those things for the most part are they're 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 minor, maybe not to the individual that's dealing with it, but for the most part in the in the large scope of things they're minor as a result well what we have is people who try to plan out their entire life and they try to do it day by day and they try to put in and you know I'm the queen of a plan a b and c exactly. but at the same time i recognize this i cannot continuously to say well if i do this then what if that happens and what if this happens so basically what i'm saying is what if what i want doesn't turn out the way that i want it to be it's like a fear of making mistakes and when you have that fear what that fear does is it paralyzes you it keeps you from um as i said living you end up just existing It can increase your anxiety. It can increase your depression or put you at risk for depression because you're constantly saying, I didn't finish this or what if this or what if that. And that keeps you stagnant as well. And you're looking around saying, I should be further ahead than where I am. I'm disappointed in myself. You go through all of these things and you don't have to. And it absolutely eliminates opportunities for you. And it doesn't allow you to be your best self. Mm -hmm. So the beauty of mistakes is this. The beauty of mistakes is the, mis- the errors will teach you your strength. So what that means is if something doesn't go right, whether it's minor or major, and you say, okay, that didn't work, so let me do this. Sometimes you surprise yourself with the knowledge you have and the hustle you have, whatever that hustle may be. Hopefully it's legal.
5: Mm-hmm. But whatever
7: that hustle may be, you surprise yourself in how quickly you can think on your feet even if you're down for a day or two and you're just like man I this this is ridiculous right here but you but you pull yourself up or do whatever you have to do and you're like you know what I have it this is what this is what I can do so you surprise yourself by your strength and you learn what your strengths are you learn them the other thing is it also allows you to, to be able to understand where your limitations are. Now, let me tell you why that's a benefit, because if uh, if we're trying to improve upon ourselves, whether we're trying to do it all of the time or periodically, no matter what part of our lives, then at the end of the day, you have to know what your limitations are, because not only do you need to know what you need to improve upon, but then when you go and look for a significant other or a significant other comes into your life, mm-hmm. because I'm not really one to say you should go looking, because sometimes you find, you you, you know, you... You think you found something and you haven't, but that's because you're looking and you're, uh, you're placing or assigning attributes to a person that they really don't have, but you're just, since you're looking for somebody, you're just overlooking stuff mm-hmm. and making stuff up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what those limitations will allow you to do is if that person comes into your life that you want to be with and or for business, when you're going into business, if the person's, let's, let's start with the personal relationship, somebody's coming into your life that allows you to say, you know what, I'm not good here, even though I've tried to work on it, this person can compliment me and make me a better person because they they have a strength that I don't have. See how that works? That that can be a benefit. In business, that can be a benefit, knowing your limitations, because I tell you all of the time, I, I will not shake hands and kiss babies. I can promote and be effective. I can do, and I'm very efficient at what I do, but at the end of the day, my limitation is this: I cannot just go out and skin and grin with any and everybody. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Right. So I will need a PR person mm-hmm. to do that. You know I need because that's my limitation. So right. that a lot that that allows me to see those things. Mistakes teach you wisdom, that's because true. see when you make an error and you sit if you sit down long enough, because all of us get entangled into not wanting to do anything for a couple of days, or sometimes a week is depending on how big the mistake is. But once you sit down and you go back and look at it, and sometimes you may not even understand the mistake until five, 10 years later is, you know, and that's the reality. Mm. But when you go back and look at it, you say, you know what, that was my, that, that was my fault. Or this is something, even if it wasn't true, it's, it's, this is something I could have done better. And so this way, if I will not be as apt to make this error, again so now i understand what i did i've learned from it and so now i know how to proceed so to a certain degree it provides us wisdom so we can share that wisdom with those who want to listen and finally it does this mistakes will afford you it will afford you empathy opportunity and grace so let me tell you what i mean by that okay it will afford you empathy because this, if I've messed up, whether it's big, small, or medium, then when somebody else in front of me messes up, I don't have the right to sit up and talk about them.
5: That's right.
7: Because I understand I should be able to look at that person and empathize, not sympathize or empathize and say, okay, I understand. Can't be that. I, I don't need to be, you don't need to be judgmental anyway, right. but I don't, I don't need to be judgmental or harsh or I some statements I don't need to make because, you know, you know what? I already know how this person is probably feeling. Right. So let me not add to that. Let me not add to that person feeling badly about themselves or badly about the situation. So it allows you empathy. Mm-hmm. The mistakes will allow you opportunity because see if you 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 know you know this as a business person right you will continue to do certain things not the same thing but you'll say let me try this let me do this you'll map everything out and plan it (laughs) it doesn't turn out but at some point at some point You're going to hit jackpot. That's right. Even in, and even sometimes through our endeavors that may not turn out the way we want them to, we meet people along the way who will say, you know what, I remember you when you were trying to do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Let, I, I, I got something for you. So it allows you, it affords you opportunity. And then it affords you grace. And this is going back to when we look at empathy. When you look up the word grace, it, it says courteous, goodwill, and then goodwill to go further is being friendly, helpful, or having cooperative feelings and attitudes. So again, that goes back to that empathy. When you make mistakes, when you see what has happened, when you know how it affects you, and sometimes your mistakes affect others Mm -hmm. around you Mm -hmm. and and loved ones, then it makes you want to prevent others from doing the same thing that you're doing. And so not only do you provide them grace if there's an error and you're saying, hey, you know, I've been through that, like I just mentioned, but also you want to prevent them from doing that, and so, what you say is, you know what? I don't want this person going down the same path I'm going. Mm-hmm. But no matter what it is, and if you see somebody that you can help, you you are gracious enough to say, you know what? Let me see what I can do to help this person, so I can make sure they have a leg up.
3: That's true. I mean, that was well put, Doctor. I can relate, especially to, preparing uh, to business. That that is empathy is really, and, and I mean, yeah. You could not have said that better. I, I think about sometimes when I'm doing business things, and you, and you you keep doing the thing over and over till you finally get it right. Right. You know, it's like right. You you gotta yeah yeah. You you gotta provide people the same grace and and patience that you expect to be provided to you.
7: Right. You know absolutely. A- a- absolutely. So so that was that was my spill for today, and and I hope it helps someone.
3: Okay, so before you leave, just for the next three minutes, I just want to actually just real quick, real quick, so I won't take you into the next segment. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about the the social and the the mental uh, problem people are going to deal with after attending the Travis Scott concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think or do you know uh, what you could suggest to people that's going to be psychologically dealing with the impact of being in the midst of a crowd and trying to get out and couldn't get out? It seemed like to me it would create a phobia in their mind. You know what I'm saying? So
7: some of it is going to create a phobia and some of it is, they're going to have PTSD is it, or or I will say a trauma. I will say it will be trauma. Okay. Um, I I won't necessarily say PTSD, but I will say trauma because it w- it may be a phobia in terms of going into crowds. And you have to look at, um, and and maybe some people who are just not going to a concert as large as uh, the Astro World concert, but maybe those who have just gotten, started feeling a little bit more comfortable with COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, going out, you know, even though COVID is still out there, that right there may may make them shy away, even if they did not attend that concert, because then they're going to be looking at, okay, we have COVID, and now I have to be concerned about being possibly being trampled so i think i think first of all i think you have to look at those things and i think you really have to be safe i don't i'm not gonna blame anyone but i i do feel like this is going to cause some trauma it is going to cause some phobia if it causes phobias, when you deal with phobias, sometimes it's easy through co- what they call cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. just rethinking mm-hmm. things and kind of looking at let's look at the facts. How often does this happen? you know um, what is there can you position yourself where you where it's a low probability or it's a low probability that you if something does happen that you will be trampled. Mm-hmm. can you and, and then sometimes with phobias, what you have to do is start out a little at a time. So what that means is you have to re-expose the person, but you have to do it after you finish with, okay, self-talk. If you do start feeling a certain way, if you start feeling anxious, what do you need to do? How do you need to handle that? Do you need to just leave, or do you need to take deep breaths? What helps you to calm down? After you get through with those coping mechanisms in terms of dealing with those things and also dealing with the core, because that's the other piece, you have to deal with the core of why they are afraid of large crowds. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it because you think you're going to die? Is it because you think you're going to get hurt? You know, is it because you're afraid you're going to see other people get hurt? Those types of things. Okay. So you have to deal with the court. So that's one way to deal with it. And really, it's a, it's a really it should be all of these ways. Um, but you deal with it that way. And then the other piece is usually you have to ex- re-expose the person, but you have to do it incrementally. Okay. So what okay. that means is if they want to... Start back going to concerts, and maybe what they need to do is, if it's something as large as like Astro World was, instead of going to a show like that, maybe they need to look at it on YouTube or, or do it live. However, they do it live, you know, pay for it to see. Do not they sure. have any type of feelings right. when they see that crowd? You know, when they see the crowd, because if you're already having a visceral reaction and you see it on on t- virtually,
5: mm-hmm.
7: then you know you know you're not ready. Pretty much to going probably into any mm-hmm. um, concert. proud in this particular instance if it gives you a small reaction or something like that you might say i think i'm ready to go so you don't go to astro world maybe you go to something like i'll just throw this out and say maybe like you remember back in the day i think they they i know they tore this place down i can't even think of it it wasn't the vault it was the velvet room or something like but but one of those smaller venues that like variety playhouse I'll use that for an example. Like you might go to Variety Playhouse because that's a little smaller. And then if you feel comfortable there, then you can kind of ease up to maybe larger crowds, but you're going to have to re-expose yourself as well. But I think think there are a lot of things that are going to have to be looked at with that. So I do think it is going to be some trauma, and I think people need to see what their reaction is when they see it on the news or if they look at virtual concerts because the iHeart Christmas concert is probably coming up that's going to be televised. What is their reaction to that? Okay. How are they, can they even look at it? You know, those type of, that's particularly for those people who are there. Okay.
3: Doc, thank you so much. We're about to go to this mm-hmm. break right quick. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate that. Listen to you next no time. No problem. Have a great one. All right. All mm-hmm.
1: right.
3: All right, all right, we're back. This is Alvin, and I got my co-host on the line. Co-host, what's going on, Evan? It's,
8: it's, I think you got the wrong number. Did I win?
3: No, sir, I'm sorry. You, 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 we were looking for caller number three. I'm not. I thought I was a caller. They told me I won the tickets to the kid and play concert. Who is that? The little guy in the box back there. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs>
8: Listen, you messed up everything. I've been calling, 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 trying to get through. I had already talked to Jerry. And I was going to clown. I was going to clown. I was going <laughs> to clown. I was going to go back and forth with you until you gave me some tickets to the Kid and Play concert. I sure was going
3: to give you some, too. Look, they already say I'm out of control since you ain't here.
8: Look, I was like, oh, my goodness. I won. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we would have presented
3: you with some tickets, too. How's it going, man?
8: Nah, everything is going good, man. Uh, Big shout out to all the listeners out there that tune in and and tune in because I am a listener today um, as far as I've been listening to the topics. Y'all sound good on the radio, you know, Uh, both the doctors, Dr. Heinz and Dr. Sewell had great information today and um, like I said, I was just, you know, listening to that. So I was a listener today and there was some, some great information that they provided and we would like to thank them for doing that each week that they do you know, with bringing all of that information to the table and uh, from their professional perspective, so big shout out to them. The music is awesome. Um, I did hear that that one cut, that uh, info cut. Now you you don't even know where that uh, originated from or what what soundtrack that was used on, was it?
3: What do you mean? I played it.
8: That's just because you played it. Don't know you know where the music go to. I'm talking about. Do you do you know there's a movie that was attached to that particular uh? song
3: yeah and it, it, and, and, it, and, it, and it was called uh don't tell me uh sparkles
8: yeah you're okay all right so you know all right all right all right i'll take that back then i retract that I okay tried cool the,
3: yes yeah. i i i uh, yeah i'm real familiar with that real familiar with that
8: okay awesome man yeah you know that era of tell uh, like movies and stuff i'm just so fascinated by you know the people because uh what's his name um a few different people was in there and then they redid it It did a um, Whitney Houston second version, yes, and that was actually the only reason why I gave it an opportunity to watch it. Because normally, when the movie does what it does, I'm good with it. Mm -hmm. You know, when they try to remake it, sometimes that's like trying to remake, you know, a, a, a song. If you're not able to meet or exceed. What's already there, then don't, don't even try to do it. But some people have done an excellent and amazing job, so I did watch it because it had Whitney Houston on it. But, uh, yeah, enough about that, man. I ain't going to take up too much of the time. I just wanted to call in and say what's up to the listeners And um, since I wasn't able to make it in there today. How are you doing?
3: Doing good. I'm sure they are probably glad that you called in because Dr. Hines said, oh, my God, we need Edmund back in because you are off the chain. I said, yep, nobody's here to supervise. <laughs> I'm just standing up on the table. I am wide open today.
8: Well, listen. Show, show. I, yeah, I did hear you. Yeah, you were showing out a bit. I said, I, I just, I just shook my head. All I could do. I said, he, he is in there uh, showing out. And I, just, I just drank the rest of my little bit of carrot and ginger juice that I had in the refrigerator.
3: You know, I had to go to the <laughs> farmers market today because I ran out of out of uh, stuff to juice. Yeah. And you know, I went got me a big bag of kale and turmeric. I'm sorry, turmeric and ginger and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I cannot wait to get to the house and make me some juice. Because, see, I, I forgot that we were supposed to actually be here today. I thought we were actually out today. and uh, Yeah. So, yeah, and so that's how we met, I messed the schedule up. But uh, I was actually at the farmer's market getting stuff ready for the juice for the week. Although today is like Thursday, right? Can you believe it? This week went by yeah, so fast. Yeah, today's Thursday. Oh, It my did.
8: God. It really did. It really did. But, you know, I'm sure you were productive as well as myself. But uh, last but not least, before I go, I'd like to wish a very, very, very happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there, um, those that uh, have served and are serving, um, as well as my father. My father did his time in the United States Navy uh, for 14 years. So a big shout out to everybody in every military branch of the U.S. service. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And uh, one of the doctors, uh, I think it was Dr. Hines, if I'm not mistaken, had mentioned about uh, attempting to do more and and help and or assist a lot of those veterans that have, you know, are, are in positions where they aren't able to either care for themselves financially mm-hmm. or medically or whatever. That's something we definitely have got to change the system in, you know, um, of what's going on with that. So yeah, that's my take on it. So happy Veterans Day to everyone. And, um, yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure a song to send in there to, to feel the flow uh, the vibe of what you got going in there with the slow energy today. Mm-hmm. Well, so you I'm going send, send us something. If is it too late?
3: Some, no, no. Just send us something. Just what, what you got. Just send it on in. We got. Or tell what is it? You know already. Okay. Well, you know read. I can. I can. Well, uh-huh. you, you got. get you look. We got a whole fifteen more minutes left on there, so you got this, time. This 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 was this was my thing though. This I'm gonna
8: tell you. I'm gonna tell you the thing in my decision process of what I send. Okay. So okay so you know early, you know how I am about the, about the sun and the energy and stuff so it was out earlier but now it it's, it's cloudy out there and it's like you know what I'm saying it's falling into that fall weathery mm-hmm. season and I'm trying to figure out when am I gonna kick off my holiday
3: sounds because see when I get the holiday sounds oh yes and I'm doing that on I'm doing that after Thanksgiving it's like y'all got to give grandmama time to fix the dinner before we start talking about Christmas so
8: I, and, I, and I'm with you we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take it we're gonna take it. Day by day Day and holiday by holiday. So you know what? I'm not gonna do a Christmas song, but I want to do some type of inspirational song. So Jerry already got this in this one in the track. So we'll take this as a as a as a intro to the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. If I can hear sounds of blackness, okay, we got it. As long as you keep your head to the sky, you don't have to play the Christmas version. We're gonna say we're gonna say that Christmas version of the uh, other track by them, but when we do that, that real holiday thing. But okay. you know, um, people out there, listen: the holiday is a special day, so start thinking now about people, and it's not all about a fa- financial contribution to whomever. Just thinking about them and having, you know, a small token of appreciation, or even just a call to say, you know what. I was thinking about you. So do that to your people. We got to spread love. And on that note, I'm going to go, bro.
3: Doc, I mean, Doc. You still a doctor. You can call, you can, yeah, you can you can call doctor. me Dr. Drake, yeah. but it ain't because I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you calling in. All right. All right. Have a good one. Take care. All right. All right, y'all. We're going to drop the track that Edmund has sent in, and then we're going to, uh, uh, Jerry said, you know, Sounds of Blackness, I think. But just go on and give me what I already got. And then We'll find out some Sounds of Blackness for, before we finish with it. All right? All right, so go ahead on, and uh, we're going to play y'all a little bit of music. Uh, That was Edmund calling in, my co-host. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Dr. Hines, Dr. Sewell, for calling in today. We really appreciate this is uh, Thursday medical update, so we're trying to get as much energy and positive information as we can. All right, we'll be right back. This is Alvin on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100.
8: Fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E N M A S K S.com for quality masks made in America.
3: All right. That was the Sounds of Blackness and Gladys Knight that we just played. My co-host sent me a message that he was bouncing around listening to that song. Optimist, optimistic. Sounds of Blackness. I love the Sounds of Blackness. I remember when, uh, what was her name? Jesus, I had her name on the tip of my tongue in the Sounds of Blackness. Okay, I can't remember her name right now. It'll come to me in a minute. But anyway y'all we have had a great show today uh we still got a few more minutes i think one or two three more minutes or something like that um i want to tell you all to please be safe out there and watch your surroundings the city of atlanta not just the city of atlanta let me just let me get that straight there's a lot of crime going on everywhere so let's just put that out there right it's not just the city of atlanta and people are doing it for whatever reason but please pay attention to your surroundings when you go to the gas station Lock your door on the passenger side. Don't leave stuff on the passenger side because people are sliding in on your passenger, getting into your car, and taking off with the car. Please be careful with that. Pay attention to when you go to the grocery store uh, and you, you leave things on the seat. People are going to, I mean, if it's laying on the seat, you're kind of inviting the person to come break your glasses out. You know what I'm saying? So be careful with that. And, and uh, yeah, just be safe out there. you all are getting close to the holiday season, and I think it's going to be probably worse, you know? So, uh, yeah, so it, it, and, and Poe Buckhead has turned into... The old bankhead. Now they they've given it a different name because of the crime rate is so high. But just so you know, it's not just in in Georgia. I've seen in the news where other cities are having the same problem. Uh, you know, the, one of the one of my biggest pet peeves about the crime. There's a lot of different things about killing, but I can't stand when they do donuts and mess up the street. Just dirty up the street doing donuts and stuff around and around. Like what what are you doing? You just you just doing donuts in the street. And if the why why you know anyway. Uh, anyways uh, I'm going to uh, leave you all here on this next song we're going to close out on uh, yeah and uh, so this is Alvin on the Old Fashioned Health Show good health inside and out don't ask your neighbor alright see you later you're
5: wondering if I care about Jesus. is this a call she
1: Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.